impossible is nothing and you should strive to achieve your goal, even though it is hard. But I also like the quotation. I don't remember who is the author, but it's really, it's amazing. Uh, everything is possible. Impossible is just taking much time to do. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 280 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, United World College, Harvard University, and Minerva Schools at KGI, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Karina Tritiak. Karina is an international relations student at the Institute of International Relations, Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev. Born in Kherson in the south of Ukraine, 
Karina loves yoga, fashion, and sports. And as an active student, she organized many events for students at Club Ambassador, Model UN, and European Youth Parliament School Sessions. And she recently did a short-term Erasmus exchange to Poland. Karina is the winner of beauty contests, so she likes to debunk stereotypes about the relation between beauty and intelligence. Her favorite quote is, The best way to predict your future is to create it. By Abraham Lincoln. Karina, how are you today? Hi, nice to meet you. I'm very excited about today's interview and I'm ready to share both my experience and my and some insights on my studies and my achievements and so on. Yes, but I want to begin with the emotional side of Karina that maybe not many people know. So when you want to relax after being so active and to recharge your batteries so that you're motivated to do even more when you want to experience your favorite emotions. What activities do you like to do? Uh, for sure, for me, uh, this activity is yoga. I've been practicing it since I was 16, since I was a teen. And uh, it, helps, uh, it really helps me to relax, to recharge my batteries. And I uh, strongly recommend it to everyone who is experiencing a uh, busy rhythm of life, uh, rhythm of work, and so on. It really helps to keep your mind relaxed and focused afterwards. Thank you. That sounds wonderful. So since you were 16 years old, you have been diligently practicing yoga and it helps you relax and get your mind focused and release any stress and tension. Is this correct? Yeah, yeah, it's true. And when it comes to yoga, what is your favorite part? Is it when you're active in your day, but then you can go even further because you think, yes, I can work hard now because later I know that yoga session is waiting for me? Or is it the middle when your body is totally warm and stretching and you're not thinking about the past or the present, you're feeling the sensations and being in the moment? Or is it really afterwards when you're done, your brain is focused, your emotions are balanced and you're ready to keep on going further and further? Uh, actually, all of these moments are priceless. Uh, but if choose one, I would rather choose uh, those time when you uh, e uh, when your mind is eased and uh, when you are concentrated and you are in the moment, in the moment of everything. Uh, all the stressful thoughts, all the routine has gone, and you are here with your thoughts, uh, with your soul. You can listen to yourself and uh, hear your motives, uh, what your uh, body and your mind wants to tell you uh, so that you can move forward. Uh, so this is my favorite stage, definitely. I love that description, and I'm sure it's clear to me it comes from real-life experience. So if I understood you correctly, when you're totally in the present moment, 
connected to your body, to your sensations, and to your soul, listening to your own true desires, not what other people say, or the stress of life, or something urgent, but that could be not so important, but in touch with your true emotions, your true wants, and your true visions, and goals, and personality, and identity, that sense of balance, mindfulness, and presence is priceless for you, and it's your most favorite part. Is this correct? Yes, absolutely. You got it very correct. Thank you. And a lot of people, actually, they have this problem. They don't trust their own emotions, their own sensations, their own soul, because they think, no, the only thing that is correct is thoughts and logical thinking. And all that is childish distractions, or maybe they did something where they trusted their intuition before, and it was wrong, and now they feel they cannot trust themselves anymore. What would you say to those people, and why do you trust your inner soul and inner voice? Although many people could be say, oh, that's not real, or that is wrong, or that is just following your emotions and it's senseless uh, actually i would say that i'm also a person who relies a lot on my uh, on my own reason and i uh, often use logic uh, when i make some decisions uh, but for me is extremely important to be connected to my inner world and uh, understand and develop my spirituality, my spiritual world, uh, because uh, then all this buzz, all this work, uh, uh, all everything is left. Uh, in the end, uh, you have nothing to, uh, nothing left for yourself. Uh, so for me, keeping to and listening to my emotions, uh, meaning that I am always listening to myself and uh, achieving those results that I really want. That, as you say, don't, other, uh, uh, don't want other people for me to do or uh, really my active brain tells me to do, but to follow my, uh, my wishes, uh, my goals, and so on. Uh, that is why I think it is important to be connected to your inner world, uh, not to lose yourself in this uh, vibrant, uh, vibrant life we have nowadays. Uh, a lots of tons of information, and it is uh, often difficult to find yourself, to find your path, and to find what you want to do. And you have always. Um, you have to listen to yourself, uh, how your uh, body and your mind um, responds to some actions. Uh, you may force yourself to do something, uh, but in the end, uh, you will be so exhausted that all this game uh, worth, uh, wasn't uh, worth the candles burnt, you know. And that is why to, to be able to live happy to be happy person uh, and to live your life to the fullest and not to be exhausted by uh, achieving uh, your goals 24 hours per seven days uh, per week 
and so on. Uh, so to be connected to your uh, inner world is extremely important. Thank you. And I will ask you a very direct question since both sides of you are strong. Imagine you have a decision. You made all the logical co- uh, calculations and all that, and it's 100% yes, but your heart and emotions say no, it's 100% wrong, and there is no logical reason for it. Which one would you follow? Uh, it's very tricky, you know. Uh, I think it depends on the sphere. Uh, maybe uh, if we are talking about my work or my studies, uh, I would rather follow my rational part. And when it comes to my relationships and so on, I will focus on my um, focus on my emotions. So it really depends on the situation and on the sphere. But again, I don't want. Uh, Uh, anyone and also myself to forget about uh, uh, any of these two uh, two sides and uh, uh, choose something uh, neither um, neither with lo- um, with logic or nor with emotions. So I think uh, both these uh, parts should be uh, taken into the account. Uh, when you are making some decision. Thank you so, so much for that really balanced answer. And so I'd like to know even more about you, not what your colleagues say, but if you looked at your close friends, how would they describe you and your personality? Because those people, and maybe your family too, see a part of you that nobody else can access. Oh, well, that's very interesting. I think they would describe me as a proactive person and, of course, as a determined person because I really I am directed to achieving what I, what I want and I never stop and I'm always trying my best in different spheres and I pay many attention to my self-development. Uh, so that's it. That's it. Also, I think that they would highlight that I'm very supportive of the people who are around me, both my family and friends. And I really like to give them uh, this, um, my decisiveness uh, when they need it, for example, when they hesitate or, or something like that. Uh, I may help, uh, help them to make such a decision or to... Uh, to support them to do something that they really want, but they are afraid of. So in these situations, my decisiveness helps a lot, both me and my closed ones. Thank you. So if I heard you correctly, these facets of your personality include being proactive, goal-oriented, persisting on your goals, even when times are hard, supporting your friends, being decisive, and developing yourself as much as possible, right? Yeah, you're right. And I think that I would also add that I'm quite adventurous, so I like trying something new and going to different places. And as well, I think I'm quite easygoing. I like meeting new people and I like make new acquaintances, 
highlight new information and so on. You may hear that I repeat uh, the word new many times and I'm really uh, interested in many things that are there in uh, our world in general. So I try to discover something new every day. I'm actually surprised with your answer because usually people who are decisive in that way are and who make logical decisions are not so emotional. They don't like adventures because there is too much uncertainty, things that they cannot control and things that can go wrong. You know what I mean? That people who are logical, they don't like surprises. They like control. While adventurous people, they like to take risks and therefore they will make decisions because they're exciting, not because they're the safest ones. So how are both sides of your personality combined? Or did I understand totally wrong? Which is possible, of course. Uh, No, you understand everything correctly. Uh, Really, uh, these two sides of my personality, they coexist. And uh, yes, I would say that I don't really like when something uh, goes uh, opposite to what I planned. But at the same time, I like life for its um, for some of uh, the um, events that happen that you don't expect them to happen. But in the end, uh, it is exactly what you needed, and um, that is why I like new adventures because um, it is something that you uh, don't expect it for to happen to yourself. And uh, but sometimes. Uh, it happens uh, that it was exactly what you needed in that moment. That is why, yes, these two parts of my personality coexist. No, no, not o- not always they are in harmony, but I try to really try to make it work. I love that you repeated that twice, that some things that are unexpected might happen, but they're exactly what we needed in that moment, which reminds me of the quote that life doesn't give us what we want, it gives us the lessons that we need. And so to ask you though about this, how is your spiritual belief, since you're developing your spiritual side, that allows you to feel and believe that even when things are unexpected, they are probably what we need in that moment. Do you believe in destiny? Do you believe in a higher power that is watching and guiding us? Do you believe in the universe? Or is it just statistics and logic? And it's all about logic and the fact that statistically, there will be outliers and things that go very right and things that go very wrong. But as long as we make the best decision, we are safe? Or how do you think? Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's an interesting question. Um, I definitely think that there are some events and uh, some changes that happen, and uh, they happen for the better. It's really true. (laughs) I'll repeat it once more. Uh, Talking about some, some, uh, some powers which guide us, Uh, I don't want to hurt anyone, so I would keep it to myself. Uh, But I'll definitely say that I believe that something, uh, everything happens for a reason. It is another quote, and um, I really do believe in that, that um, somehow 
everything happens just like it was supposed to happen and it leads to a better result and really to better uh, to the lessons that we really need as you said i truly believe in that Thank you. And I would like to explore your decisiveness. And you said even your friends, when they're hesitating about something they really want, they can borrow a little bit of your confidence and decisiveness in order to go forward in that path. First, is this correct? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I often help them with some decisions and so on. I know it's much easier to make decisions for other people than for ourselves, but how do you deal with this, which is a topic I discussed with multiple guests, especially the girls who say they feel emotions deeply, that when they decide, there is always emotions changing when they're like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. So it's so difficult to decide because they always can change their mind or feel maybe they made the wrong decision. What allows you to be decisive, even though maybe, like you said, a part of you is more emotional and adventurous? Mm-hmm. I, um, I got it. Uh, usually, I am the person uh, who tries to support my friends um, in the situations when they don't have the decisiveness they need i don't uh, i never make decisions for themselves i ne- uh, for themselves yeah i never try to convince them to do this or other way uh, i am also the one uh, i am always the one who will listen to themselves and uh, support uh, their wishes and their dreams and i am the person i think uh, that <laughs> Uh, before the university that will say to one's friends that you should follow your dream, not your parents' wishes, and so on. So my role in this process is to, uh, is to support person if in his true wishes and in his true, um, true path, but not, but not to make decisions decision for himself, not um, not. Um, it doesn't work like that. So I'd like to say that um, many of us really, we can be emotional when making some important decisions. And it is extremely important to have somebody by your side uh, to, to, eat, uh, to calm you down and really to, uh, to see, to, to understand you and to see what, uh, what you really want. So it's something like that for me. Thank you. And I won't even ask what are your ultimate goals, because even about spirituality, you thought maybe you don't want to share it. So maybe even your goals, you prefer to share them after they happen. But I will ask you this. Imagine you achieved all your perfect goals. You are absolutely even you saved humanity and you stopped corona and cancer and <laughs> gave food to all the children starving all over the world and made world peace too. And you can have one day where you, Karina, can do anything you want. It will be your perfect day that will give you the, your favorite experiences. What would be the place? Would it maybe be Carpathian or Hawaii? <laughs> what would be the month? Would it be New Year or in spring and summer? 
what would you do first? When would you wake up? Who would you be with? Tell me that full day so that I explore when you are satisfied, you have arrived, what would your inner voice guide you to be doing to really enjoy yourself? Uh, okay, as I understand you, you want me to describe my my perfect day. Is it correct? Yes. Uh, okay, uh, so in general, talking about my goals, uh, for me, it is very important so that everything is in harmony. All the spheres of my life, I believe in the wheel of life. There is such a method of uh, discovering whether uh, other spheres of your life are in balance and so on. I really recommend to try it. Uh, so for me, uh, my perfect life at all, it's when, uh, uh, when I have harmony and and peace in all the spheres that are important to me. It's my family, friends, work, uh, spirituality, health, uh, love, <laughs> and so on. So, uh, bearing this in mind, my perfect day uh, would start with a wake-up, not very, not very early because I don't really <laughs> like it. It would start about 9 or 10 p.m., I am sorry. <laughs> um, Nine or ten p.m. After that, I am meeting with my family, um, maybe with my children, if we are looking into the future with my husband and my children. Together, we are having breakfast. Uh, then I'm having a, I'm having a short yoga practice, uh, just to be prepared for the work. Uh, then I'm having my work. I don't really know what sphere will I uh, will I be working in the future, like because I'm only 20 and I'm still discovering me and my potential. Uh, but I'm definitely uh, I'm totally sure that it will be my job will be rewarding and fulfilling both in ter- uh, both in terms of material and spiritual goods and. Um, so after that, I'm spending uh, some time working, uh, meeting with new people, developing my um, my business or something if I have it. If I don't, like um, achieving my some career goals. Uh, after that, I'm having time with my uh, maybe with my dog because I really love dogs. And uh, it is a good way to end your day with a walk to um, to some quiet place, uh, just to have your mind relaxed. Uh, maybe it is um, somewhere in the park or it is in the mountains. If I will, if I live in some place with mountains, uh, so it's quite a routine perfect day, I would say. And if we are talking about like perfect day and adventurous fun, uh, of course it would be a day uh, when I'm climbing some uh, some of the world's peaks like Kilimanjaro and so on. Um, I never tried to uh, climb to Hoferla in Carpathian Mountains, but I really want to to start <laughs> uh, to start from from it um, because. Um, it is very uh, it is very exciting, and uh, the emotions that you feel when you are on the top 
uh, I think, I imagine that they are unique and uh, there is nothing like that. Uh, so I really want to have such an experience in my life. And that is why my uh, perfect adventurous day, let's call it like like it, like that, uh, would be me climbing some very beautiful mountain uh, with my maybe friends or just with people who are also interested in this, who, who are sharing my interests. And yeah, that's it. Thank you. I noticed that actually all the emotions and spheres of life were described in your ideal day. Then I have to ask you, because there are two philosophies to productivity. Some people say, no, you cannot have balance at first in all spheres of life. You have to focus on one sphere at a time with one goal until you achieve it, and then you maintain that and move to the second. And meanwhile, many of your spheres are not so great because if you try to put your energy in all of them, it's too distracting and you will not progress much. While other people say, well, that is too painful, too much suffering. You should develop all spheres of life 1% a day. And then over time, that accumulation of 1% and 1% and 1% will grow into millions. What is your approach? Do you have one goal at a time? Do you have 10 goals at a time? How do you keep balance when sometimes balance is really difficult to do because your energy will be divided? Uh, I think balance is the ultimate goal. And I think there are not many situations when it, you are like in 100% balance and all the spheres are balanced at the same time. It's very difficult to achieve such a moment. And I don't really think that we need to achieve it. Uh, I think we should strive for the balance. We should, uh, as for me, it is my goal to have the balance. And I build, uh, I build my life so that I have it. So I know many people that are extremely successful in one of the spheres. Uh, but in other spheres, it's like uh, it is uh, they have nothing because um, they didn't pay much attention to it. And I think it is my personal story uh, that you uh, that you have to pay attention to what is important to you. And for example, for a family life. Uh, you should pay attention to it because uh, if you don't, something may occur and so on, and you'll regret about it. Uh, so my uh, my like key to um, key to success in in everything, not just in career, just to pay attention to what is most important. And talking about achieving a goal, um, you asked it. I think it's. Um, it's better, of course, to focus on one goal, for example, in career, um, especially in career. I think it is important to focus on one goal, to know the direction um, you, you have chosen and you are going in, because if there is no direction, um, it can lead to you, you are being lost and uh, don't know what to do and so on. Uh, but in life in general, I think balance is the desired state and uh, we have to strive for it. 
but the moment itself is rare so we don't have to worry that um, every uh, that uh, everything is not perfect in our life because generally it is uh, quite impossible to achieve it but we have to do our best here yeah, and to pay attention to what is important just for these fears not to be imbalanced and not to cause you problems in the future you said that three times to pay attention to what is important and actually a lot of people walk around and they don't even know what is important to them they just react to life they wake up in the morning check out social media then maybe gossip about it or something like that i don't know and then they wait for people to tell them what to do teachers to tell them what to study, parents tell them what to work and what to graduate in. And they just are not proactive, which is a word you used for yourself. They are reactive. In addition to yoga, which I believe is really important because I have been meditating for eight years now when it really helps you know what is important because you feel it in your guts. But maybe that is not so fast to most people. How would you recommend they go about discovering what is really important for them? And how would they know it is what is important? What is the emotion or the thought or the experience that tells them, yes, this is important. This is the most important. It's correct. I am not hesitating or doubting. Uh, I think it's not an easy task really to understand what is important to you uh, because some of us have uh, or had parents that liked to decide for, for they and some teachers that were overprotective. And in general, uh, we as people, we are influenced to a big, uh, to a big extent uh, by other people who are around us. And that is why, uh, really, in many cases, it is uh, quite dif difficult uh, to know uh, what is important to you and what is yours, what is your, uh, what is your path, uh, what you want to do. And it is uh, such a thing that especially young people often, uh, um, it is the thing that young people often experience. Uh, this uncertainty uh, about who they are and what they want. Um, uh, I would recommend, of course, reading some uh, literature that is aimed at self-development, some books, uh, and, of course, to develop their spiritual spirituality and try to uh, return to themselves. Also meditate, do some yoga, Uh, also look for some practices uh, that uh, will help uh, them to to get back to themselves to their true wishes uh, and help uh, and help them to be true with themselves because to be true with yourself it is also uh, difficult it, it is it's it's also difficult because we can even cheat ourselves uh, And as well, also, I want to give such an advice of going to therapy. Uh, uh, as for me, I didn't, but I really want to as soon as 
uh, as soon as I have enough time, it is my priority uh, to go do some uh, therapy and to discover something new about myself and maybe to ease some, some problems which I also have. I love your focus on self-development. And let me ask you even like a contrary and difficult question. Imagine you were not allowed because of something super strong, so you cannot even do it in secret, to develop yourself in any way. You are stuck at whatever level you are now forever, but you can achieve everything. You can make goals and succeed, but you don't develop, you don't change. What would be missing from your life? I think many, many different things. New people, new... Um, new experiences and of course uh, I won't be able to develop my personality because every day I uh, I get to know something new about myself my reactions to certain situations and so on and um, if I won't have to have the possibility to develop myself uh, I really would be stuck at some point and I will lose my I will lose many of the taste of life, I think, because um, because something new, these adventures that life has for every one of us, uh, it really, it is really the one that gives it special taste. I actually have so many questions for you. It's really fascinating, but I don't really think the time would be enough. So there is a topic that you wrote in your introduction that I'm really fascinated to know the details from you. What is your perspective on the stereotype about the relation between beauty and intelligence? Does it exist? Did you experience it? And maybe you have stories. And why, in your own thought, you think this stereotype is wrong? And how do you go about disproving it? Uh, oh, thank you for having this topic mentioned. Um, I really think that such a stereotype exists and often it is supported by some um, mass media, by some culture, uh, by, um, by pop culture, by songs, movies, and so on. Uh, there are many such... Uh, many things created about uh, beautiful but uh, but not very clever women and so on. And um, I also experienced such a stereotype and I really think that uh, actually um, many people that I, uh, that I meet, uh, they first uh, um, focus on my appearance and only after some time they are quite surprised that I also have something to say and some I have something deep to say and that I'm quite educated, I'm proactive and so on. Uh, so it's kind of, um, it's always kind of surprise for them that uh, the girl who is beautiful has something more to, to show to this world. Um, but uh, fortunately, I think that the situation is improving today. Um, 
many stereotypes both about the beauty standards and uh, you know the perfect woman and uh, what a woman should be and how could, uh, how should she look they are changing and the situation is developing and actually i think that now um uh, we are going to the situation when the appearances will uh, have less impact on uh, how we are um, how we are perceived by other people because um, uh, there are some uh, there are such trends and I really appreciate them that we are um, that many people support natural beauty support uh, self um support that people can look um, in any way they want to and so on i even like that beauty contests are becoming uh, more um more focused not only on the beauty but for example miss ukraine contests and miss world miss universe um such world famous contests they um becoming uh, more about your personality. For example, the participants uh, have to show uh, their charity project and, and uh, something what they have uh, have done both in their country or not in their country. Uh, they have to show their impact on some particular problem on, or situation, uh, show as well their intelligence and some achievements. Uh, so I think the focus is changing and it is a very great trend. I love what you're saying. And although you're mentioning personality, let's go deeper. When you were speaking about yoga, you mentioned connecting to your soul. In your own opinion and perspective, or even in the spiritual dictionary of Karina, what is the meaning of the soul? Oh, it's very deep i think uh let me th uh, uh let me just just think a bit yes because okay. if we're going beyond the physical shallow looks it's not even personality the deeper depth is the soul and the beautiful soul but just to know it do you feel people's energy do you feel people's soul and if so what is the soul in your own opinion? I really think that I tend to feel other people's energies and I think really many of us do and um, often first impression is about person's energy and also uh, even though we interact mostly by other, by other words uh, or um, uh, by um, by our some senses like vision by uh, by listening to something, I think that we also perceive some information by our by our intuition and by uh, and also by reading and understanding and feeling other people's energies. Uh, so I think that people's soul is quite uh, is is a very deep. Is something very deep and I think that it combines really your energy uh, you as um, also of you as a personality 
I think it, it also um, has something uh, about your role in this life or your um, really yeah your your role in this life maybe what you are what you are supposed to what impact you are supposed to do in this life uh, and as well some um, it is influenced by some events that happen to you. Uh, so, in general, I think the soul is about your energy, your personality, uh, your impact, and, of course, some events that shaped you and uh, made you such a person that you are. I love your answer, and I agree 100%. And you just mentioned one of my most favorite words, which is impact. So now if you could speak about any of the projects you're working on that you are having some impact through them, please mention what they are, what do you do, and if people wish to discover more, where should they go? Um, yeah, actually, I, was, I worked as an event organizer a lot in my life. I organized both non-profit events for students and pupils and also commercial events when I worked as an event manager. Uh, so about uh, talking about my impact, I really think that the events that I and of course many other people were contributing to uh, and those are events namely organized by our uh, club ambassador in Institute of International Relations. Uh, they contributed a lot to our visitors, to the students, uh, because we do that for for them, of course, for um, for us and uh, for them, because um, uh, because it's a great opportunity uh, for them to um, meet some diplomats politicians and get the practical experience and uh, as we know the diplomacy, diplomacy is quite a reserved sphere it is not very easy to get in contact with some ambassadors or to go to an embassy or to a ministry and talk to somebody it is it's the sphere um uh, like uh, it is stereotyped to be the sphere not for everyone uh, and I think um, our efforts of organizing such non-for-profit uh, non non, non events that everyone interested in politics, international relations may join is a great initiative. And I also invite everyone to, to um, join other meetings, uh, both held online uh, because of the COVID pandemics and maybe offline this year as uh, other studies um, are going to be at university. Uh, so approach me or uh, follow IAR Ambassador Club on Instagram uh, so that join our meetings and have, really have the opportunity to um, have an insight of such a closed sphere as a diplomacy. Thank you so much i'll make sure to write the link in the description and now for you if people want to follow you on social media to know more about you what is the best social network to do that as well as from your life 
what insight or lesson did you learn that you can give as advice to other people that maybe if they will understand it or remember it if they have forgotten they can live a better life um oh thank you i think they should resort to my instagram because it is a social media that i use the most often and i try to share some interesting info there and uh, uh talking about the um so, uh, the inside or such a tip or life hack that I would like to share. Um, first of all, that impossible is nothing and you should strive to achieve your goal, even though it is hard, but uh, you should remember impossible is nothing. I also like the quotation. I don't remember who is the author, but it's really, it's amazing. Uh, everything is possible. Impossible is just taking much time to do or to achieve something like that. And uh, another thing is to never say never. Uh, for me, it's um, also about the things that I talked about before. It's that there are some events that happen uh, and sometimes they are unpleasant ones, but in the end, they were, uh, they were the ones uh, that you needed and at that moment. So never say never and be open to the opportunities that your life gives. It was uh, also my one of my favorite of, um, one of my favorite quotations. Uh, it sounded like uh, grateful for where uh, for where I, I am at, excited about where I am going. So be open and be excited because life is uh, life is adventurous and is amazing and Really, everything may happen, but in the end, it's worth it. Thank you so much, Karina. This was such a wonderful conversation. It doesn't feel like almost an hour, and it was a privilege to me, an honor, and a great time to hear your thought about everything and to experience your soul. And I wish you a great day and a fantastic weekend. Uh, thank you a lot. I really didn't expect our conversation to turn out to be so deep, but I'm very excited that we uh, brought uh, brought such uh, such important topics and not only discussed some daily routine, but also our spiritual world, uh, which we uh, don't always have time to, but which is very important for us to be balanced, harmonized and happy people uh, in the end. I'm very grateful to you for inviting me and uh, good luck, everyone. Wait, before we finish, I might say that if there are two words that can describe you from our conversation, it's balance and harmony and new and adventure. I know those are four, but it's like two categories. Is this correct? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye.